0: you <laughs>
1: The they went back to their own abode house, to their master. And they inquired from him. Uh, They informed him about everything, what has happened. And then Yamaraj, he started glorifying the glories of the holy name. And then uh, he was very pleased. When he heard from his uh, his messengers, his yamadutas, that they even they are, they met Vishnu dutas, the pure devotees of the Lord, he was very pleased <coughs> because these yamadutas who are the servants of Yamaraj, they are also sinful. It is not that they are liberated souls; they, it is their punishment that they are in they're working in hell even though they are they are on the side of uh, they are not getting punished but they are punishing. Hmm? But still they are in hell. <clears throat> so, a continuation with the uh, what Yamraj is speaking, he said <clears throat> that the Supreme Lord is self-sufficient and he is fully independent. <clears throat> the Supreme Lord he is not depending on anyone. Even though Lord Shiva, Brahma, all all of them are his servants, but still he nothing is. They are Lord Krishna is not depending on him, on all of them. They are depending on him. <coughs> he is the master of everyone and everything, including his illusory energy Maya. Yamaaji is saying that. <coughs> In everyone's heart, he decides as Paramatma. In in my heart, in everyone's heart, every living entity he decides. <coughs> his forms, his forms, his qualities, his features, everything is transcendental. Nothing is mundane about him. Nothing is. Uh, everything is transcendental. His body is transcendental. His form is transcendental. His qualities is everything is divine. <coughs> And he is saying that his associates as well are like that. His his devotees, his pure devotees of the Lord are also like, they are also transcendental. When Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Janma karma chame divyam, my form, my activities are all transcendental. So this also applies to his pure devotees. The pure, the pure devotees are also completely Free from, they are untouched by Maya. Maya cannot even touch the pure devotees of the Lord. Hmm? They are completely liberated. They are independent. Hmm? So we have to understand this fact that the dear devotees of the Lord are also independent like Him. Hmm? Maya, even just like Maya cannot stand in front of the Lord, hmm? we say, Krishna Surya Sam Maya Hayandakar. Jaha surya taha nahi maya so similarly, the same principle applies to the devotees of the Lord, pure devotees. Hmm? So, but <clears throat> Yamadutas are asking, that is okay, but who were they? Hmm? Who mistreated us? Who were they? Then Yamaraj started say, saying that those were the order carriers of Lord Vishnu those are the pure devotees of the lord the vaikundavasis you are very fortunate that you got darshan of lord's pure devotees eternal associates they are just like same they have all the features like them <coughs> and uh, what what is their business the amruta Darshan, what is their business their business is they travel throughout the globe throughout the universe. And they uh, attract the conditioned souls towards Krishna. There is never a time when pure devotees are not pleasant on the planet. Pure devotees of the Lord, the eternal associates of the Lord are always on the planet. Always.
0: Hmm?
1: (coughs) That's why when we are when the Shastra says that if you want to get Darshan of the pure devotee of the Lord, then we have to you have to pray to Krishna. And so Krishna will bring you in association of such pure devotees. So that means that Krishna has already already sent his men here. They're already present here. Mm-hmm. Our vision is we are not we don't have that vision to see them. Mm-hmm. Just like Arjuna, he had, he wanted a vision to see the universal form of the Lord. Mm. Similarly, if we want to see the dear devotees of the Lord, we need a vision because our vision is contaminated. We see faults in everything because we ourselves are faulty. Mm. We see fault even in good things, Mm. best things, better things, everything are faulty for us. Mm. A devotee will do everything for us, if someone might do everything for us, still we will try to find some faults with him. This is our vision. And if we, if we see a fault in pure devotees, then we might commit offences because we won't be able to recognize them. So it is better if we pray to Krishna that he reveals us and he gives us qualification to see his dear devotees and come in their association. <coughs> Uh, Yamaraj is saying that this transcendental religious principles, which is also called as Bhagavad Dharma. Hmm? In Sanskrit terminology, it is called as Bhagavad Dharma, the transcendental religious principle. It is (coughs) uh, it is not known even to the great Rishis who are who are there in the upper planetary system. It is not known to them. As we discussed in the morning, it is not known to even demigods. Demigods cannot understand the value of these transcendent religious principles. <coughs> and Srila Prabhupada is adding this, Yamudutas were also unaware of that. And because of that only, they were arguing with the Dutas about the glories of the holy name. If they could have known, they could have never... Argued with Vishnu Dutas. <clears throat> what is this transcendental religious principles? Giving up all other faith, giving up all other activities, hmm? giving up all other uh, dharmas. Is something wrong? Hmm? Keeping faith in only in the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna. Hearing about his uh, chanting uh, hearing about his name, from pastimes, chanting, chanting the holy name of the Lord, <coughs> hmm? chanting his glories, and simply depending on the mercy of that, hmm? simply depending on the mercy of the holy name, depending on Lord, Supreme Lord Krishna. This is called as Bhagavad Dharma. In Vedic, in in others, there are so many Rishis who have written so many scriptures. Hmm? And their understanding about how to atone sinful, sin, uh, how to atone to the sins committed, but but we depend on, but, uh, on on this Bhagavad Dharma. It is very simple. It is very easy to practice, and it is meant for the age of kali. Hmm? <clears throat> then Yamadutas are asking. Are asking to Yamraj. Who are all these people who know this Bhagavad Dharma? Who? Who are these people? Inimaraj is saying, Swayambhu Nara Swayamhu Narada Shambhu Kumara Kapilo Manuhu Pralado Janako Bhishmo Balir Vayasha Balir Vayasaki Vayam. He is telling the Lord Brahma knows it. Narada knows it. Shambhu Lord Shiva knows. Kumar, the four Kumaras they know about it. About this Bhagavad Dharma. Kapil. Lord Kapila. The son of. Kardamuni, Manu Maharaj. Swambo Manu knows about it. Paralad Maharaj knows about it. <coughs> Janako. Hmm? Janaka Maharaj. He knows about it. Bhishma Pitama knows about it. And. Balil, Bali Maharaj knows about it. And Vahiyasaki Goswami knows about it. And even I know. Hmm? In the end, he is saying, even I know the religious principle, uh, this transcendent religious principle. Mm. <clears throat> one who, uh, transcendent religious principle, which is known as Bhagavad Dharma, is immediately, one who practices this, mm, one who keeps, is immediately liberated from the cycle of birth and death. And he returns back to the abode of the Lord very easily. But one who follows other processes, it takes ages and ages for them. As we discussed previously also, that in previous ages, the sages used to have faith in so many other processes. Jnana mark, yoga marg and all the other things. But they had little, very little faith in bhakti. Well, they used to think this is a very simple thing. Hmm? But the simple thing, hmm, was to, for them to keep faith in it, used to take ages. Philip used to give an example. That homeopathic medicines homeopathic medicine they are very sweet but it can cure even cancer people don't have faith in homeopathic medicine my mom she she is an allopathic <clears throat> she has practiced allopathy for 40 years she didn't have faith in anything but right now i just got information from my family that my mother she had cough and coughing problems since last so many uh, months and that got cured because of homeopathy. <laughs> she just kept little faith and she got cured. So I remembered Shilaprabha's example. That homeopathic is what the homeopathic doctors, they give very simple, uh, what we we'll say, uh, pills. Some pills. So people don't have faith. That what will these pills do? But these small pills can even cure cancer. <clears throat> so this religious principle is understandable by when we, when one we, one follows the parampara system one these are 12 mahajans mentioned and those the parampara coming in that line those devotees the dear devotees of uh, there always uh, lineage hmm? guru disciple uh Guru disciple succession is coming. So only this Bhagavad uh, Dharma is been understood by those who, who follows this, this Mahajanas. So we have to follow this Mahajana. Mahajana yena Gatatsa Panta. This is why it is said that we have to follow the Mahajan, the pure duties of the Lord. Because they know the secret of coming out of this material world. And Bhakti uh, yoga Bhagavati Tannam Dibhi Devotional service begins with the chanting of the holy name of the Lord is yes, the ultimate religious principle for living entity in the human society. Chanting of the Lord's holy name and his qualities is yes, the ultimate religious principle. And Srimad Bhagavatam, it rejects Bhagavatam, it rejects other all the other things. Dharma Paramo Satam. Shrimad Bhagavatam only speaks about pure devotional service. Srimad Bhagavatam does not speak about jnana marga, karma marga, or any other process. It only talks about pure devotional service. Hmm? And the principles which are mentioned in Srimad Bhagavatam hmm? is Bhagavad Dharma. Simply by hearing about the Lord and His activities, one is delivered from the cycle of birth and death. This is Bhagavad Dharma. Simply by he- he- chanting the holy name of the Lord, one gets delivered from the cycle of birth and death. This is Bhagavad Dharma. Ajamil, what did he do? Hmm? He did all the nonsense thing in the world. But somehow by the grace of the Lord. hmm, By somehow by the grace of his pious uh, devotional activities in the past. The holy name of the the Lord could come on his jiva. On his tongue. And he was delivered. Hmm? This is the glory of Bhagavad Dharma. The transcendental religious principle. And what happens? When one, if one is fortunate enough to follow the Bhagavad Dharma, the result is tyaktva deham punar janma naityama metiswarjuna. Hmm? There'll be no birth for him again. Hmm? He'll be delivered. He'll be delivered. Namu Uchcharam Mahatmyam Hare Pracheta Putraka Aja Milo Api Yaneva Mritu Mritu Pasada So just see. Just see, Yamduta, just see. Practical example is there in front of you of the glories of Bhagavad Dharma. Hmm? Yamraj is telling. Ajamil, you tried your best to bring him but he was delivered. Hmm? There is no need to do research on the glories of the chanting of Holy Name. Ajamil's incident is sufficient enough. Sufficient proof is there of Ajamil's incident. Srila Prabhupada is telling us in the purport. Now don't do research. Simply take shelter of the holy name. Hmm? <clears throat> By chanting holy name and chanting its uh, chanting the glories of the Lord, its activities. This is the only process recommended to get relief from all the sinful reactions. What has to be said? So, if Ajamel situation is like this. If Ajamel got delivered so easily. So what has to be said of those devotees who are every day chanting 16 rounds hmm? hearing about the Lord and his pastimes and performing pure unalert loving service to him hmm? what to say about them there should be no doubt in our hearts that we won't be delivered hmm? it is just a matter of time we should do what we are doing continue doing hmm? just chant hear and And glorify the supreme lord and his activities and simply by doing this we will attain the supreme abode of the lord this is what Shuddhu goswami this is what Yem. this is what yamraj is requesting all of us <coughs> there are rishis like Valkya and jamini J, jaimini hmm? they, uh, they, they they don't know the secret they also have written so many scriptures but they don't understand the secret of the twelve mahajans why one may, why? Why they don't understand? Because uh, they don't have faith in this transcendental. Uh, they don't have sufficient faith in performing devotional service. Mm. They are only interested in dharma, artha, kama, moksha. Mm. So they they get entangled. They they are themselves in all these ritualistic, ritualistic activities. And they have no faith in devotional service. Such persons, <coughs> uh, the intelligent persons who adopt devotional service of chanting holy name, and uh, become all auspicious. And on the other side, these people they are all they are already they are always miserable. Hmm? They try so many ways to be happy, or by doing so many processes, but they never become happy. Hmm? They are always uh, in a state of miser- misery. And after doing so, after doing so much tapasya, so much austerity, still they get prone, they get addicted to so many uh, activities in the material world, and they fall down again. But for devotees, there is no such fear of fall down. There is actually no fall down in Krishna consciousness. It was has already fallen by his activities. But holy name, he came in contact with the holy name and he got delivered. Hmm? <clears throat> so, Yamaraj is saying, please do not approach these devotees who are who are fully surrendered to the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord. Hmm? They are always, pro- why? Because they are always protected by Lord Krishna himself personally, by the club. Even if if, if you go, there, de- if you try to go, then the Lord's club or Chak- uh, Sudarsana or is any of his weapons can kill us? So I am requesting you, henceforth, do not take any risk of going to this devotees of the Lord. Ah. So then, he, then the so who are the candidates whom whom we should bring here? Can you give us a list, a specific list hmm? whom we should bring them? Hmm? We want, a, we don't want to take any panga, any risk, any more risk. Hmm? So I want a. We want a written agreement from you. Hmm? Then only we will continue your duty. Hmm? So he said, "Okay. Hmm? Listen carefully. Those who are averse to devotional service, bring them to me. Hmm? Those who do not associate with Paramhamsa Vaishnavas, bring them to me. Hmm? Those who." Uh, are attached to family life and worldly enjoyment bring them to me hmm. those who do not chant the holy name of the lord do not glorify the activities and pastimes of the lord bring them to me hmm. those who do not remember the, those who are not remember krishna even once in, his, in their entire life bring them to me those who have not bowed down before the Lord, once, even once in their life. Bring them to me.. Hmm? And we will take care of them nicely. Here. <clears throat> and then, Yamraji, taking responsibility of this mistake they have committed. Hmm? Yamraji, he folded his hands. And started praying to Narayana, Oh, my dear Lord, take the responsibility of this mistake committed by my associates at the lotus feet of Ajamil. is saying, I wish to beg forgiveness that me or my servants failed to recognize your devotee. Hmm? I take this responsibility. Kindly forgive me. Kindly forgive my sons. (coughs) Shudyoga Swami is saying, O Maharaj Parikshit, Hmm? the chanting of the holy name of the Lord is able to uproot the reactions uh, of the greatest sin and tasmad sankirtana vishnu jagat mangalam therefore chanting of the holy name or the sankirtana the Sankirtana of the holy of the lord's name is the most auspicious activity one who hears and chants <coughs> very easily attends the platform of devotional service when he hears the holy name when he hears about the activities of the lord is very easily promoted to the platform of devotional service, but one who don't, one who are uh, not doing that and are still engaged, still they have faith in jnana or other other processes, then they will remain miserable. This is what Shuddha Goswami is saying. And yamdutas who were struck, were wonder struck by hearing the glories of the holy name of the Lord. Hmm? They. They understood the glories of the holy name and they promised Yamaraji that we will stay away from the devotees of the Lord.
0: Yes.
1: <clears throat> Shukde Goswami is saying that my dear Maharaj Parikshit, I heard this confidential pastimes of confidential pastimes of how a holy holy name delivered Ajamil from Agat Rishi,
0: no?
1: who stays in Malaya Hills. <clears throat> when I went there At that time, he was worshipping his deity and in confidentiality, he told me this incident of deliverance of Ajamil. Mm. So, it is our humble request to all of you that let us all take shelter of the Holy Name. Let us all take shelter of Srimad Bhagavatam and make our life perfect. When this simple process is available, when this simple medicine is available to cure our material disease, disease of our heart, why not take it? Why not make it as our life and soul? Let us hear Bhagavatam, let us discuss Bhagavatam, hear Bhagavatam, read Bhagavatam and when we get opportunity, let us speak Bhagavatam to each other. And let us make our life sublime. Let us be happy. Krishna says that my devotees hmm? are always discussing about me. Hmm? So let us do that, what Krishna wants. Hmm? We, as devotees, hmm? we don't want trademark devotees. We want to be actually just uh, stamp devotees, no? That Kanti is there, Telak is there. That is good. Hmm? But we also want to become pure devotees of the Lord. Hmm? And Srimad Bhagavatam is full of such pastimes like this.
0: Hmm?
1: Like we discussed Ajamel for the last five days. Hmm? Srimad so Bhagavatam has so many such pastimes. Which will increase our love for, for Lord Shri Krishna.
0: Hmm?
1: So only thing is we have to come in contact with such pastimes. If we come in contact with Bhagavatam, we will become bhagavat hmm? becoming bhagavat means becoming a pure devotee And until unless we have prema we cannot go up
0: there
1: and we don't know when when we will give up our body yes. parikshit maharaj had 7 days with him we don't know the time also parikshit maharaj <coughs> this Topic of incident of Pariksit Maharaj gives me great inspiration. And almost in all my classes, Pariksit Maharaj will be always there. In India, they will say, So do, whenever I get a chance to speak Harikatha, I do mention this incident. So I want to come finish our, our talk or discussion with this incident. Hmm? Parishit Maharaj was the emperor of the entire world. Hmm? He was ruling the entire world. <clears throat> Once, he went for hunting in forest. Now, one might ask, why did he go for hunting? Their duty is to protect the sadhus in the forest who are doing tapasya. So, he went there. Hmm? As a kshatriya, it is the duty of kshatriya that the sadhus in his kingdom, they should peacefully perform their spiritual activities. And they are normal in the forest. So, that personalities like Maharaj Parishit, they travel and they protect them from wild animals. So, they kill wild animals. For what purpose? So that sadhus can be peacefully doing their bhajan. So, Maharaj Parishit once he was thirsty and hungry. And uh, he went to, he somehow he found an ashram of uh, Shamik Kri.shi and he went there.
0: Hmm.
1: So, shamikrishi was in trance. He was meditating on the lotus suit of the Lord. He was in Samadhi. And Maharaj Parikshit, he was, because he was thirsty and hungry, If you, you put yourself in that situation. If you are thirsty and hungry from last so many hours and you are expecting that you go to, you come to temple or you will get some prashad hmm. or you go to your house and your wife might have cooked for you. But when you reach home you find out that, that my wife has not done anything for me. She has so or you, you there is no prasad. So you might get disturbed. So Maharaj Parikshit he was expecting that the Rishi will welcome him and feed him some water or give him some food but that nothing 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 happened. So Maharaj Parikshit he put a dead snake on the on Rishi's neck and he left. So while on the way, Maharaj Parish was thinking that was that Rishi actually in Samadhi or he was pretending. And if he's actually in Samadhi, then I did a mistake, I committed an offense. So he so he prayed to Krishna immediately. Immediately prayed to Krishna, saying that <clears throat> Oh my dear Lord, if I have committed such an offense to him, such a sadhu, then let, let hmm, the biggest calamity come in my life. He prayed immediately. And what happened here in the ashram? This incident was seen by a friend of uh, Samigrish's son, Shringi. Immediately that friend came and told Shringi, oh Shringi, your father, in such a such situation, a dead snake was put by Maharaj Parishit on his neck. Immediately he got upset. He took water and he cursed Maharaj Parishit that he will die in seven days time. And after the curse was given, even he thought to himself that I have committed something wrong. So he went and met, met his father and he woke him up. And he said, my dear father, this and this thing happened. And he said, oh my goodness. What have you done? Hmm? <laughs> Maharaj, you know who is Maharaj Parikshit? Hmm? He is not an ordinary person. When he took birth, Ashwatthamal tried to kill him and Lord Krishna personally entered the womb of Uttara to protect him.
0: Hmm?
1: Now immediately he sent his disciple to inform Maharaj Pariksit that you have only seven days left with you. Because there was no question of contracting the curse because the curse was already given by Brahmana. So that was that curse will act now. So Maharaj Parishit had only seven days. And here Maharaj Parishit was also praying to Krishna, let the biggest calamity fall on me because I have offended you offended your devotee. So Maharaj Parishit got his, got the news. Sir you, you have only seven days left. What did Maharaj Parishit do? He was capable enough of contracting that curse. He was very powerful. Just like Chitra Ketu Maharaj, he was very he was also equally powerful. When Parvati cursed him, he could have immediately cursed her back, or he could have nullified that curse. But he didn't do that. He accepted that curse. Who? Chitra Chitraketu. accepted. Similarly, Maharaj Parikshit, he could have nullified this curse, but he accepted this curse. And Maharaj Parikshit, he took out his crown and gave it to his son and vowed dress of a sadhu and he started walking towards the bank of Ganges and when Maharaj Parishita sat there at the bank with a vow of not drinking anything and not eating anything till his death at that time all the rishis in the entire universe started coming at that very place they were, all, they were all curious to know what is going to happen in Maharaj Parikshit's life now. Because when the time of his at the time of his birth, Krishna saved him. Now that same glorious devotee of Lord is going to give up his body, what is Krishna going to do? It's fun. Let us go and watch. Hmm? What is Krishna going to do for his devotee now? Hmm? Bhakta Vatsal Krishna, the protector of the devotees, what is he going to do? So all the great rishis, they started coming to that particular place. And Maharaj Parashita was welcoming them. And when the, all the, the sages settled down, they sat, she folded hands and asked two questions to them. One question was, which is that activity one has to perform always? Hmm? Second question he asked, which is that activity one has to perform when one uh, one has to uh, when one one has to die in seven days of time for attending the supreme lord? Huh? Both the questions are in relation to supreme lord. Which is that activity one has to do always if one has to attend the uh, platform of Prema? Hmm? and. <clears throat> What is that uh, uh, thing one has to do in seven days when he has only seven days left with him? And when this question was put forward in, in front of the sages, they all started discussing Istagoshti.
0: Hmm?
1: Hmm? everybody started discussing nobody was able to come to a conclusion at that very time when this, when this discussion was going on at that very time vyasanandan son of vyasa the dear devotee of lord shri krishna and shrimati radhanani shukdev goswami appeared there on the screen and the scene he came
0: there
1: and as soon as shukdev goswami came there all these great rishis who were thousands of years old they stood up with, in great respect seeing shukdev goswami because shukdev goswami had all the symptoms of a mahabhagavat so with great respect everybody stood up and they they told maharaj parikshit maharaj parikshit that is your answer lord krishna had sent shukdev goswami to save you go go and take his shelter hmm? maharaj parikshit he offered his flat dandavars to shukdev goswami and gave him elevated seat in that assembly and he put forward same two questions to shukdev goswami and shukdev goswami said dear parikshit shrimat bhagavatam is your answer hmm? For the next seven days and next seven nights, let us discuss the the glorious activities, form pastimes, hmm, of Lord Shri Krishna. And I can I will promise you that you will be delivered, you will enter, you will enter the abode of the Lord. And Maharaj Parikshit sat with folded hands and Shubhya Goswami started reciting Srimad Bhagavatam to Maharaj Pariksit. After the recitation was complete, seventh day came. It was a time when Shringi's curse was supposed to act that a snake bud will come and will bite Maharaj Pariksit. Pariksit was completely aware of this thing that snake bud is going to come and bite him. Hmm? Yes. But he had heard Shrumad Bhagavatam from his Gurudev, Shukdev Goswami. So keeping unflinching faith, he went to his Gurudev and requested him, please give me permission that I can quit my body. Hmm? Shukdev Goswami said, Yes, my dear Parikshit. Remember all what I have said about Lord Krishna. Merited on his Lotus feet. Mm -hmm. Fix your mind completely, Hmm? and give up your body. Mm Are you? He was supposed to die for. Snake bird is going to come for him, right? But here Shukdev Goswami is ordering him: Give up your body. Fix your mind at the lotus feet of Lord Krishna. Remember whatever I have spoken. Give up your body. Maharaj Parikshit immediately he offered pranams to his Gurudev circumambulated him hmm? and he sat, sat in meditation remembering what his Gurudev has told hmm? he fixed his mind completely and the lotus feet of Lord Krishna and gave up his body he entered the eternal abode of the Lord Vaikuntha hmm? And just like a person dies, when a person dies, hmm, in our Vedic uh, culture, there is a sanskar, Agni sanskar, hmm, we burn the body. Similarly, hmm, snake bud came and did the job of burning the dead body of Maharaj Parikshit.
0: hmm,
1: But Maharaj Parikshit had already attained The topmost abode of the Lord. Hmm? So this is glories of Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm? If we take shelter of Srimad Bhagavatam, before we are destined to die, we'll perfect our life. If you take shelter of the holy name, if you take shelter of huh, the glories of Lord Hari, before we are destined to die we can perfect our life. This is the only way which is meant in Kali Yuga.
0: Hmm?
1: When Krishna, hmm? as I mentioned yesterday as well, that Krishna was about to leave for his abode and Uddhava requested him to stay. That time Krishna said that I am present, I will be present in the form of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. It is, this fact is also confirmed by Sruta Goswami. krishna pagate dharma gyana divi that This sun-like Bhagavatam has appeared to remove the darkness of this age of Kali.
0: Hmm?
1: So let us all take shelter of Srimad Bhagavatam and just like Maharaj Parikshit has perfected his life, let us also perfect our lives Hmm? and finish our business in this material world.